Yo, what up, though? This is Esham, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. Yo, what up, though, man? This is Big Greg, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. This is Premier Pete, and you're rocking with the Connected Experience. Cheers. Oh, yeah, this is Jake Prince coming at you live and in living color, and you rocking with the Connect Experience. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's comedian TK Kirkland, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. And when I'm in Detroit, you already know what it is. I listen to the Connected Experience. You should, too. Connected. I'm Santoine. I'm Antoine. And we the Connected Experience. Bro, what's the Connected Experience? It's a lifestyle. The lifestyle. Our lifestyle. How that lifestyle been treating you? Man, I can't complain, man. The lifestyle is uh, immaculate, bro. It's everything is happening like niggas said it would. So, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So, I ain't mad at that. Just it's a, During the process of becoming a who you who, who you know that you're supposed to become, you got to share everything about you. You know what I'm saying? So, you can become a new you, man. And that's just what's happening, man. And I, I'm enjoying that part of the process. Yeah, all day, man. Hey, I like the process because it happened. We having fun while it's happening. When you get them phone calls, them text messages, that stuff you've been working on is Going coming down. to fr- yeah. fruition. It's a real thing, man. And uh, I wish more people understood that and could feel that the sense of accomplishment when you put in work for something for so long, no matter what it is, and it's like, Yo, that's hard, dog. We really, uh, we really uh, trying to do that shit. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like when you walking in your own reality, like, it, like when stuff happened for me, and I and I envisioned it, and or I seen it before, or whatever. However you want to say it, manifest it. That's I energy manifest certain words. I just don't like to use no more. You but know it, what I'm it happened for real. Yeah, but it happened for real. So when you start living in those moments and you recognize those moments they be like aha moments no matter what they are so for instance like i'm coming up on my 10th year of being an auto worker i said when i walked through the uh, very first building and i walked in to work i said i'm not gonna be doing this for more than 10 years you know what i'm saying and i had a certain vision of what it was feeling like at the end of that 10 year that 10 year tenure but at the position i was in i just that it didn't make sense the vision yeah and then something happened and i lived the moment in that vision and i was like okay yeah it all makes sense this is it like this is this is it's over like in a good way though like that's my 10 years you know what i'm saying and uh that 10 years was good to me bro i'd rather that 10 years than 10 years in a federal penitentiary or state penitentiary and come out and have nothing like when i when i retire um I could take my money and buy a Rolex. You know what I'm saying? I could yeah. take the check that I'm going to get from walking out the door and buy a Rolex if I wanted to. Because they give you, they used to give you a watch when you retired back in the day. And yeah, because you, you done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but other than that, man, you got a word? What's going on with you? Uh, Man, yeah, I got a word. My word is scalant, which is a verb, and that's to deactivate a... To excuse me, to deviate from a straight course. What about you? Yeah, I got one, and it's retcon. That's R E T C O N. That's a verb, and that's to later revise an established element of a fictional story. So, uh, do you do that when you write? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what I do is when I'm writing, uh, I haven't wrote in a long time because I just feel like my author uh, career is. Uh, Situational, you know what I'm saying. So yeah. when it's time for me to be, a, I, I've established everything I said so I was established. That's real. Author. So I don't have to worry about writing to secure my legacy or none of that. Like I did it. Yeah. So what I do is, once I tell, once I know that I'm done, it's a certain feeling I get. Then I, I had already made notes to go back and look at certain stuff to see if I want to. Not necessarily switch it around Just play with it Do we need more detail Some stuff I be having to take detail out Because there's more detail later on in the book Okay so 
you you got books in the tuck, right? Yeah, yeah, I got a, I got an arsenal. Right, and then and then we still got the idea for pops, right? Right, right. And I'm, I'm happy to see y'all back on. Yeah, track. yeah, yeah, man. Update, man. Me and my pops talk, man. We had some grown man conversations, and uh, we back rocking. You know what I'm saying? And that felt good because he told me some things, and uh, I told him some things, and we uh, we we agreed to disagree on some things and everything. And y'all agreed saying? to agree on some and, things. Yeah, but we agreed on way more than we disagreed yeah. on, and. That was it was dope, man. My pops kept it solid all the way through. Yeah. My, my whole forty year existence, no matter what happened, he was keeping it solid, and I and I I gotta respect that. You, know you can't do nothing but respect it. You right. know what I'm saying? Me and my wife talk, and I said, well, to my knowledge, he he ain't never uh, played a, played a nigga. You know what I'm saying? Right. And uh, I can't go by what somebody else said because that's what they would expect from somebody. Right. I can only go by. You know what I'm saying? Hey, he yelling touchdown when niggas hitting shots, but at least he did. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? And even when I said that made me actually uh, reevaluate things that I was doing within my uh, marriage and situation. Like, yo, you got to keep that shit more solid because you, I, I, I had a different view of certain things. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I'm like, yo, just keep that shit more solid, man, because my my pops kept it solid all the way through. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I was happy to see that though that he kept yeah. it solid all the way through. Yeah, well, you know, but he a greasy, he a greasy yeah, yeah, project yeah. nigga. Yeah, I always yeah. keep that in the back of my yeah, mind, like, no matter who I'm dealing with. If they a project nigga, yeah. like they agrees you, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Not saying all yeah, niggas yeah. from the projects yeah. will grease you, but just saying the projects produce yeah. niggas that agree you. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying. So this one was funny to me. You know what I'm saying? I said uh, to my wife, I said. Who who he go go for when me and Santuan coaching in the championship game and both his granddaughters and both his sons out yeah, there? Yeah, 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 she yeah. said he probably just go either That's come or not. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Not he 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 going for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when we hoist up the trophy, he could be in my picture. And they wondering what we're talking about. So um, we both we did it. We actually yeah. accomplished the goal that we spoke about. Actually, on here we both are. Uh, Professional youth coaches You know yeah. what I'm saying Basketball season is uh, upon us For our daughters And we were going into it Saying that We wanted to coach The girls together And then It ended up that We rivals You know what I'm saying yep. So Practice at, By the time you're hearing this Practice had, will have been done started We yeah. uh, And boom He got a team coaching his daughter I got a team coaching my daughter And they cross town rivals You know what I'm saying We yeah. update y'all on the team names And all of that later on But if we get to pick a name We team Showtime Yeah 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 You ain't been thinking about no name You know I haven't Cause yeah. it's like uh, nah, We team we Showtime We're cocaine train Cause we about to nah, come through the kids, you know <laughs> Well yeah you're right You're right, you're right. <laughs> No cocaine, yeah, yeah, yeah. no cocaine for the kids. No cocaine for the kids. Yeah, you can't the cocaine trade. Like, yeah, because yeah. we coming through storm and shit, baby. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, leave it unlocked because he gonna just come in. You know what I'm saying. Yep. Yeah. So uh, that that was dope though. You know, uh, this my this will be my second time coaching basketball. But anything my daughters play, I coach. So I coached uh, baseball. But the basketball. Go ahead. No, no. I was gonna say what well, they got. They having bat, uh, baseball this year too. I'm gonna be a coach yeah, for yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I don't. I got it. Read up on my baseball. baseball. I would, as far as baseball is concerned, I would uh, want to be an assistant coach to somebody who's at least played the game. That's what I was like, If say. we all out there and none of us ever played, then we all equally. You know, what I'm learning saying? together, learning together. Yeah. But, but basketball, thirty yeah. years ago, because my first practice, trophies. yeah. So <coughs> my first practice, uh, I just asked who played before. If if you ever play organized, raise your hand. And a lot of people ain't play organized, and I said it's okay because the first time I stepped on the court, I hadn't either. So I did the same thing. Get in the layup line. People looking. I said this is what a layup is. So y'all get over here. Y'all get over here. You the rebound. You pass it. 
go around back and uh i told one of the little guys this this for the fourth and fifth grade team because i didn't come for the that's me no it, no i didn't come for the uh the i was over there at jaw stuff for the early one and i was like anytime if y'all get here before me y'all start doing layups you you have them start doing layups you know what i'm saying i got a couple kids little bitty kids they in the fourth uh the fifth yeah the fourth fifth grade they kind of out there nervous hey just get out there as long as you learn something that you didn't know the day before you progressing you know what yeah, i'm yeah. saying yeah yeah and then um I didn't get a chance to see my team yet, you know what I'm saying? So once I get a chance to see my team, I'd be more happy about knowing what I'm working with, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, because I didn't technically see, see your team. team. Yeah, yeah, I said that if you can't find somebody, I'll stick around because I'm not going to just have hey, kids yeah. out here, different people every week, you know what I'm saying? I established something where it's not going to be that because I'm not that, – that's not uh, cool, cool to me. Yeah, for them you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like and then I don't know. Uh, it, it was a dad dear. He might uh, coach. I think he got to uh, check on his work schedule. But a lot of people, and I ain't saying this about them because some parents stick around. But a lot of people really just want to drop their kids off and leave. Yeah, and 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 that's how I knew I was coaching because I knew I wasn't gonna do that. I was gonna be in the gym anyway. I was gonna be in there anyway. So oh, you know what I'm saying. So since I'm here, man, I could help if that was the case. But when I went to sign her up. Uh, First thing they said was, "Do anybody want to coach?" God damn it, you! You yes, you are absolutely correct. Somebody yeah. does want to coach, so I can't wait, man. I just hope I can get an assistant coach, so it'll be easier. To so coach. it won't be pandemonium on the bench. That's that's that, the craziest that, that, thing. It, trying it, to keep kid the dugout, the bench. Hey, bro, it's pandemonium. You feel what I'm saying? It's pandemonium, man. Yeah, you feel what yeah, I'm saying? Team showtime. I don't care what it is because on the schedule it's just team A and B or whatever right now. Yeah. So I'm just. Oh, tell you already her, got the schedule? Well, no, for practice and stuff. Oh, so okay, I'm gonna okay. just tell her, well, no, we we team showtime. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the bad boys talk. Yeah. But you but you got girls on the team. We uh, the, the bad people. Yeah. See, that's it. <laughs> that's how it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you what's happening. So my prediction for the championship game uh, is uh, a tie game. Okay. My is 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 four seconds left. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Shelby get uh, they inbound the ball to Shelby. Okay. Ava Gardner. Shelby turn around and boom that motherfucker and we win the game. <laughs> and I'm t- <laughs> and I'm teaching her how to duck. So, okay. Okay. You know well, what I'm hey, you and know, we taping this shit. Defense win championship. So yeah, we yeah. Get, if, if if that happened, that happened. Yeah, but it's yeah, not like yeah. I'm my whole thing we is taping that championship. That championship. Game. Yeah, I had low come taping. Yeah, we taping that, that, that shit. That, that shit gonna, gonna be on the internet. Pandemonium. That shit gonna be on the internet. Like pandemonium. Man. You know what I'm saying So what has been up in your world doggy A lot man Just um, just watching things come to fruition man Like really you know what I'm saying I was able to uh, make advances Certain things that I wanted to advance with at the in, in a timely fashion Like we were saying man The day's going by so fast That yeah. you gotta make sure that you hitting on all these spots And all of this stuff is going down Because all I gotta do is wake up And I'm a day cl- I'm closer and closer and closer To what I'm accomplishing Like closer to Yeah 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 And then Man I ain't really been listening to no music really man I've been uh, straight uh, up. Why not though No because you know uh, I want to jump into the self storage space You know what I'm saying yeah. I'm, uh, I'm eyeing the self storage 
storage space and lining everything up for that. So I've been listening to stuff focused on that. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. Because the truth is, man, that anybody listening, whatever you're trying to do, it's information out there. The problem is, it's, it's so much. much information out there, man. And that's can and that confusing somebody like me who who can take in information at a high rate. But yeah. when you trying to, if you trying to get out your rat race and get out your matrix and accelerate and get into another matrix because they are matrices bro yeah. it's just you raising your level of your matrix once you raise your level of consciousness you still so, but anyway so much information is coming at you because that's what you're attracting and when you're attracting all of this information you miss missing important steps people making it seem like it's just as easy as doing this or doing that when it's a lot of steps that go into all of all it, of it and Depending on how you gather in the information, you're not getting it in a, the, the, the proper format of step one. Like, you need to do this first. Because right. by the time you hear what step one really is, you done already made it to step 25 and wondering why stuff ain't working. Well, the first step was actually this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of people just don't understand that, bro. Yeah. It take okay, even you got to follow the steps. You can't miss out on one. And a lot of people think that. It since it looks so easy that it's uh easy. It just look, look easy. easy. But it look, it, hold on, it look easy because you're watching a thirty second clip on the internet. Right. That's why it look easy. And and it is not easy. Uh, what I mean by it's not easy, it's not as simple as what's going on in thirty seconds. You have to put the work in, no matter what. You have to put the work in. You know what I'm saying? Education is how you go get to the next level. Not formal education. Being educated in whatever you want to do is how you go get to the next level. So you got to put the work in, but you got to weed out what you don't need. But it steps in everything, and you got to make sure that if you're listening to this person or reading this book or doing that, that they not omitting a step that you need because they felt like they didn't need that step. Right, you know right. You get you have to determine what steps that you don't have to take, like because your path is your path, and what's ever on your path, like I don't believe something can knock you off your path because you don't know that it's your path, like you know what I'm saying. So, and what I mean by that is, uh. If me and you started at the plant at the same time and we feel like we on the same path and blah, 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 and then I get fired, that's part of my path. Whatever you look at as a negative is not necessarily a negative. You are only taught for it to look like a negative to you yeah. because of the situation that you're in, right? But, like, you lost a job before or you lost a mate before or you did this before. Part of your path is to feel those emotions or what's ever tied to whatever you need to feel to accelerate to the next level. And I think it's not explained like that. So, like, everybody was on a truck driver wave, right? But if you don't like to drive cars, you're not going to be a good truck driver. And you're going to hate it. You're going to just hate it. worse. You know what I'm saying? So where you might have been uh, fueling airplanes at the airport and you hated it because of the elements, imagine driving in these elements or imagine right. – Driving down a mountain and it's ice snow out because my my man Calvin uh, Calvin is a trucker and he like yo it'd be wild out here you know what I'm especially saying especially on that West Coast he going through Colorado yeah, he going Utah through everywhere yeah he a jumping a ride and next thing you know he in California or Texas or whatever and he from Indiana so that's all a snow path yeah. you know what I'm saying so Nebraska yeah so if you don't like to drive your car in the snow. You're not going to want to drive an 18-wheeler in the snow, and you only want to do it because it looks so easy on the Internet because everybody telling you how they doing it on the Internet. Yeah. That ain't your path. Right. You, 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 you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. just you being influenced by something. But your path be like, man, 
You set your plan. I'm going to do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then you just got to buckle down and whatever happened in the midst of me doing that, that was just a part of my path. So can't nothing knock you off your path. Good, bad, or indifferent. So you can't celebrate the wins just like you can't get down about the losses when you're on your path. You Because your the, the, the ultimate win is whatever you said. Like, when I set out to be a... Uh, a best-selling award-winning author I didn't know what none of those things meant Together Together I just knew that that was the path that I knew that I was on Eventually it happened And it happened when it was supposed to happen It happened You know what I'm saying So everything I've affiliate, been affiliated with With my pen Has been doing things that I said my pen was going to do yeah. I don't need to do nothing else with my pen No more I'm tight I've never released a uh, uh, what is it? Uh, urban fiction novel. You know what I'm saying? Because we got them in the tub. We got two of them, but they based on true, real life, true events and history. So it's not like it's some made up tale. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This ain't a fable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So boom. So when it's time for me, when it's time for me to step into that genre to show you what my pen do, man, I've been wrote those. Right. I'm a fantasy author. I'm a children's book author before before I'm a, a true crime author before you ever even knew before you ever even said, oh, he black. He go right like this. No, these is based on real life events that could be uh, that if you go back in history, you can see that these things yeah, really, really happen, happen, really happen. And uh, was sentimental in some type of way because yeah. it's family oriented. You know what I'm saying? Like. It, it, it we wasn't just pulling these uh, stories out the air, you know what I right. mean? Right, we wasn't watching TV and then saying, "Oh, I'm just gonna say that happened like this." You know what but I'm but but change the names, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So what about you, I, man? <clears throat> shit, that's what I'm doing, dog. I, I'm just trying to stay on my path, which is the same path that I've been moving, but I've been having some twists and some turns, you know what I'm saying? And uh. Just making sure I'm following through and making the best decisions for me and outside of just making the best decisions for me, making the best decisions uh, for my family, because every decision you make affect uh, the people, definitely the people in your household. And then if you got business, we business partners also, we have other business partners. So I got to make sure that my decisions align with making sure that those don't throw off relationships and stuff like that. I mean, like I was telling uh, one of my partners uh, I've been uh, talking to, I said, man, when you are creative or got a creative mind, everything seemed like worthless besides you creating. You know what I'm saying? You might get, I mean, you might do like a nine to five or something for survival, but that seemed worthless compared to what's going on in your mind. You know what I'm like saying? How much money you make. Right. And that's what I'm saying. I don't like I told him, I didn't I done work a lot of different places at a lot of different uh price points, you know what I'm saying? And uh it's like none of that shit matter when I'm in creative mode, you know what I mean? And uh being in creative mode is something that you just can't stop. You know what I mean? But uh, we got a guess. We got a guess, man. So um uh, I was on the internet one day. Okay. Uh, Went down the rabbit hole of videos And you know um, I come across this video Now I had heard of the artist before You know what I'm saying Like I heard, heard of the artist But this video just fucked me up man And it was called The Truth And then it had the 50 Cent uh, Wangster sample And I'm listening to it And the video had me going though right And the shit he was saying about What he go tell his son and all of that So I come and I tell my brother I say hey man uh, It's this cat named Vito Lays bro You gotta check him out dog And then So we had the lady with the golden ear on A couple months ago 
And through her, I don't know what my brother said to her, how he found out that they was working together. We say, yo, we got to get this guy on here because, A, I never heard nobody talk to him yet. And if somebody right. had talked to him. That's no know, disrespect. That's no disrespect. We just, we just, if, if nobody, if we haven't had heard somebody talk to you, we definitely want to get you on. But I didn't have a reference to hear him have an interview or have a conversation with somebody and be able to tell his story. So we reached out to uh, the, Rita and Boom, so today we got Vito Lays, man And it's a pleasure having you, bro I'm, I'm Santuan, by the way you Thanks, thanks, man I'm Antoine Vito, Vito Lays. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So, um, the song The Truth, bro Like, yo, that shit is dope, bro Like, and then the, Appreciate the, the, the you. I mean, I had So when I had went back I had been hearing your name ringing for years and years And then after I read your bio It made sense You would go on a run I'm not gonna say fall off You will fall back yeah, Fall back uh, And yeah. then you'll go on another run So it's like you hitting us periodically With these records or, And then when I seen that I'm like yo this shit is dope So let's talk about growing up in Detroit man Because you, you got a Southwest mix and 7 Mile yeah. And it's a worldwide show So people come and sit down They say they're from 7 Mile a lot And we had some Southwest But tell the people the drastic difference Between Southwest and seven mile man um to be honest um i was young coming from southwest detroit so like when i moved to, i'm from west seven mile like specifically seven mile and telegraph area okay so that was like coming from southwest detroit you know what i'm saying <laughs> right right like the jeffersons like we moving on up it was like yeah. it was white like people over here like yeah, yeah because seven mile and telegraph you might Cross the street, you in Redford. Yeah, yeah. did you know? Yeah. So the biggest difference for the world would be Mexicans. Southwest Detroit, no, see, Detroit. Okay, look, let me let me break. This and that's out. no slight it's to this, Mexicans. It's a, it's this big thing about Southwest, right? Like the real Southwest uh, uh, between you got what's called like the Fourth Street Schaefer area. Yeah. Like a lot of people call it the whole like where the BMF show is based around. Yeah, that's Southwest Detroit. We, everybody can say that I'm from Southwest. I'm from the real Southwest. Then you got the numbers. The number streets, right, right, you know, right. where a lot of the Mexicans at, you know, more so down where I was from in the Down River area, it's like uh, in Delray, it's a lot of Mexicans, but for the most part, it's a real tight knitted like black community. So you, like, you, you was from Southwest in the E Corps rules, yeah, like yeah, the whole across area, the, you yeah, jump around all across all the street, BMF, yeah, fifty boys, all of that stuff. Yeah. yeah. So my partner from Southwest, you might know Guapo, CMC Guapo. No, but I don't think I know him. But look, it, this is the thing, though. I moved I moved when I was a kid, and I was back and forth. Like, on the weekends, I had to be over there with my grandma, and then on uh, weekdays, I'd be doing school and stuff and all that back on Seven Mile. So a lot of people I run into uh, that we had childhoods together, and we know each other, because it's only one thing to do in Southwest Detroit. It's like Kimini Center, like yeah. the parks and stuff, and it's the recreation center, Kimini Center. You play for the Gators, the Oreos, you know. Okay, right? yeah, the whole the whole way. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. way. My, it's something unique about your story, and we just was touching on this with my uh, partner. You was actually raised by your father. Yeah. So speak on that a little bit. Um, I never had a relationship with my mother. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was To like, this day? To this day, yeah. To, to uh, from, I mean, she she in a better place now, but okay, God bless you. Yeah, but uh, I never had a relationship with my mother at all. Like, you know, I probably met my mother. I can count on two hands, like how many times I met her. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like the one jewel I got from her was uh, my creativity. 
Like, yeah. Right, just right, let right. me know, like, I was creative. Right. Yeah. So, dad had you freestyling for his friends, like, as a young kid. Like, so how did this come about? Like, he caught you freestyling one day or you came to him like, I got, I got something. No, he it. was just so, he was just in the music so, so much. Like, he would have, he had a big wall of records and CDs. He had everybody's CDs. So, <laughs> I was rapping raps that I didn't, I wasn't supposed to know about, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. At two and three, you know, I'm rapping Kumo D and all these other right. old artists that, I still bust out in raps today, and my partner Hell of a be like, "Man, how you know that? Like, yeah, you know, yeah, but I for your time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got my dad got every record in the world, nigga. You know what I'm saying? So you let's touch on that. But we go, you know, this because we what what we do, bro. It's more about the person than what you do, right? You feel what I'm saying? But you mentioned Hell of a. So like, how did y'all meet? And and everybody know like Hell of a made the beat. But what I also know is that if Hell of a made the beat. You probably did some writing somewhere with some melody or something, yeah, and that's yeah. that. That's 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 just what it is. Like that's how I heard you been hearing your name for years. Like oh no, like Rita the lady with the golden ear, he the guy with the golden pen. You feel what I'm saying? So like, how did you meet Hell of a? Uh, uh, funny story. Uh, one of my mans, like I used to rap a lot in high school, like and freestyle, and everybody would try to like get me to be consistent and stay focused on rap. But you know, I was doing extra extra shit in the street, so it was like. Um, I ain't really had the time for it. And one of my mans actually stole Heli number out of out of a phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yep, yeah, and then I ended up calling him. He spit me. So, you know, I just kicked it, gave up again. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, a chick that actually stayed in this apartment building that I was out, that I used to hang out at, she, um, she seen me start. I started rapping at another studio, and she would see how, like, how enthusiastic I would be about it, yeah. like the next day when I come playing my songs and stuff for her, and then I just stopped because I fell out with the people at that at the other studio, and um, she was like, uh, "My cousin got a studio. I'm gonna introduce you to him." And long story short, her cousin turned out to be Helly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so you was supposed to, you to uh, meet him anyway. Yep. So you was battle rapping in school and all. What's your age range and, and how popular is rap at this time? Because like we forty, so like when we was coming up, we seen rap get popular and more popular. And then next thing you know, like when we used to rap in school, because we was uh, artists at one time, it was a handful of rappers. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Now even the teachers are rapping school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so because the music industry has basically the music like did a three sixty like. At first, rap was like the NBA or something. Like, you had to have something special about yeah, you yeah. in order for people to consider you a rapper, you know. And then we moved into an era of what's called entertainment rap, you know what I'm saying? Like, no shade, but like the Gucci's, the Jeezy's, the people that weren't like lyri that lyrically yeah, yeah, inclined, yeah. but they had a story and they could entertain people. You it know? was more market. So, yeah, like it was entertainment, it was at, marketed. You yeah, know what but I'm at saying? the same time, it was like they didn't put that much effort into like the, the craft. So, it was like a lot of people were like, wait, we can do this too. Wait, we do all yeah, this yeah, stuff. Yeah. They if Gucci about, could do it, I, I can, can do, do it. it. Yeah, yeah, and that's how rap work. Like yeah. you know, what I'm saying. Well, that's how anything that people perceive easy work. Yeah. And then when they really got to put that work in, it's a different ball game. Because like, yeah, you see Gucci up there rapping, and you think not you, but people think <laughs> Gucci can't rap. But then when you hear Gucci might be in the studio for 56 hours straight, you like. Wait a minute! You don't just go do it once, leave, and this will turn yeah, out that like, three minutes. Yeah, three a lot of minutes, people, yeah. a lot of people find out once they get in the studio that that, yeah, rap that, that three minutes that hard. Song, yeah. yeah, take yeah, hours. Yeah. Yeah. Take, yeah. Shit, like yeah. Dr. Dre, it take years for him to perfect them records that yeah. we. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, 
something happened in your life and it was traumatic, you lost your father. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, your pops passed away? Yeah, he passed away. That guy so so how old were you when this happened? I was about 16. So 16, straight up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, so before we get into that, did you keep his records and CDs? Nope. I didn't get a chance to get none of his stuff because it was like a real, a, a real weird situation. Like he had divorced the woman who took care of me, my stepmother, and um, and then he popped back up on all the other kids. Like, hey, I'm married. So we like, we don't know this woman from a can of paint. We yeah. Like, and then they like, oh, you know, your, your pop's dead over here. So. And <laughs> what what was the span of the divorce, the other marriage, and the, the passing? Uh, okay. The passing. The the. Uh, he was married, I want to say, to my stepmother for about 15 years. Yeah. You so this is moms to you. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then. We got a rocky relationship too, but, you know. But I'm is, saying, but in, is, a, in, but a, in a sense, in a that's who I look at as yeah. my mother. Yeah, I got a lot of respect for her. You yeah. Know, even though we don't get along, but. Yeah, so. We got a lot of respect. They was married for 15 years. They get divorced. And he remarries how fast? <sighs> Maybe two years after. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Yep. So you got siblings then. So it's, it's, yeah. 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 It's a tribe of us because I still consider my stepbrothers and sisters. Yeah. I don't even use that word, bro. Yeah, you, you know, know what I'm saying? Like, my. I was around them since I was four. So, you yeah. Know, it's my brother and my sister. So. Yep. So my. Uh, we got twin sisters. And my. Tw- it's like the Twilight Zone because we got an older sister. And we three years younger Then we got twin sisters My dad got a set of twin sisters too okay. Right So it was two sets of twins Then they got an older brother And like I, So it was like reverse They got the older brother It's twin girls We got the older sister It's twin boys But that's my brother oh, You yeah, feel what yeah, I'm saying Because yeah. my He would tell you to this day That the best advice he ever got Was from my dad And that was to keep two bitches You feel <laughs> what I'm saying No bullshit You feel and what I'm saying He got them too And, and then he, he hold true He say that every day So like Once pop passed Like wh- what you doing You 16 Like how you is that when you start getting into a lot more trouble? Because what what happened with your like? What does your living situation go once your pop passed at so such an early age? Like I said, like me and my stepmom, we used to always but but heads a lot. You know what I'm saying? I was kind of rebellious, so it was like after my pop died, you know, I overheard a conversation. You know, I was in the basement. And I heard her talking to my grandma on the phone, and she was like, uh, she was talking about me and my sister. She was like, yeah, you know, my my sister could stay with him. With me, but she was like, he can't stay here. Like, I don't know what he gonna do. Yeah, you know, and me just being a knucklehead kid, I overheard it. You know, got the uh, grocery bag, threw my PlayStation in it, and I'm, I'm out. out. I'm out. Yeah, yeah, I figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm I out. I figure it out. Yeah. You know, I used to hang around a, a lot of the dope boys in the neighborhood. The yeah. older, oh, you know, they would shoot me back and forth to my basketball games and stuff. They was like mentors. So, yeah. so you can hoop. Yeah, yeah. Did you hoop in high school and shit? Yeah, I hooped a little bit. Oh, I'm saying uh, for the team. Yeah. What, what high school you went to? Uh, I went to Henry Ford and Weston. Okay. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So what you just said, you you just stopped hooping like this ain't my way out? Um, You know, like uh, the, the the streets, you know, it's important for people to be on top of their kids so they know who they are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They don't have to figure out via experiences yeah. in the street. You a father? And, yeah, yeah. You, that. You, is that one of the part of your parenting style? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. So my parenting style, I got two daughters and shit, and then uh, he got a daughter, and then my uh, other sisters they got like hella kids. So I look at them all as kids. But my parenting style is a uh, you'll see, right? Mm-hmm. And that's not a good or bad thing, but it's just like let me tell you from experience because you'll see, and then you you'll mention it like or even if i ain't here you you could be like i remember my dad told me like exactly. lee with respect that's, and shit like that you know what i'm saying and, and that's like a part of my makeup like you know you know uh it took me a minute to realize like cuz when i lost my pops i was devastated you know what i'm saying like you know i was dealing with depression and a lot of the stuff but 
he talked to me so much and he taught me so much. It was like, you know, I could still hear little voices like when right. I'm about to do something that's yeah, out of yeah. my character or Boy, what you doing. Yeah, you, like you know better than that. Yeah. You know See, better. that's what I, I that's what I told my daughter. I said, I talk to you because my daughter's six and I tell her I talk to you like you grown now because if I'm not here when you grown you gonna need to hear the grown part of me say yo what the fuck is you doing I told you like or I told you, hey, you, but, you don't, but you don't speak to her like, like what that, the fuck, fuck are you doing, doing? you yeah, just she, said she, she it, just hear it, hear it. it like, that. like I told her like Everybody you meet not gonna be your friends. You go determine what's a friend to you. Exactly. You go see. I'm not gonna tell you because you know people be like, "Yeah, your mama ain't gonna tell you whatever." I said those type of people wouldn't be friends to the people telling you that. Yeah. You know what I'm exactly. saying? You determine what's a friend to you. You determine that what you and your girls could go through and deal with and still be friends. And then it might be something little that you can't deal with, and another motherfucker be like, "That's why y'all not friends." Yeah, that's, that's why right. we not friends. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know Boundaries. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. My bond, yeah, exactly. Boundaries are different. So, your pops pass away. You you feeling depressed, and you but you still a kid. So you still got some some fire in you about certain stuff you want to do. And yeah. is music still here because music was like you and your pops thing. So like, how did you look at music? No, music was more so like you know everybody around me was pushing me towards music. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I said, like you know you get caught up in a culture. You know the Jeezys, the Gucci's out. They I ain't a rapper. I'm a trapper. Yeah. And you know so that's what I'm saying. I ain't no rapper. I'm a trapper. But yeah. then when I open my mouth and get to freestyle and you know I draw a whole crowd of people. Because you're a rapper, a rapper yeah. Or somebody in the neighborhood So-called a rap Somebody pulling up In front of the house Where I'm at with them Like hey come outside We got yeah. another You got know, another one yeah. <laughs> yeah Yeah See and that's what I used to like Right When you had to establish That you could rap In order for, to get the neighborhood Behind mm-hmm. you yeah. You know what I'm saying So now right now Like I can Shit I'm, First of all I can go Get all the equipment Stay in my basement Make a song Upload it I never went outside Right yeah. That's me to this day Cause nobody even know about The catalog And that's what it is But back in the day You used to have to establish By rapping against Other people, people Who people yeah. thought could rap And and it wasn't necessarily He's better than him He's better than him He could rap He could rap He could rap Like it was every, the, All the rappers And then like that Now it's like You would look up A nigga got a gazillion views And you like Damn nephew, I ain't know you rapped like, like what? I was just with you yesterday. What shit say? Yeah. The access, the access, it is, is the, that the artists got today is crazy because it's like back in the day, like you didn't have it wasn't no beats out here. No, you know, wasn't no YouTube. You just get on nope. YouTube and find you a beat. So we was on Kaza and LimeWire and all yeah. those shits that infected your computer. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> trying to download instrumentals. Now, now through your musical journey, what was something that happened for you that you said? Okay, yeah, I, I should do this. Yeah. Uh, um, all right, it's a, uh, we got an artist from here, from Detroit or whatever, right? He was flying out. You know, I got to kind of keep everything low because of the ghostwriting thing. You a ghost. Yeah. But it was an artist from here that was going to actually meet Snoop Dogg. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I was working with him on a project at, a t- at the time. Now, he wasn't going to plan, wasn't to go do no song with Snoop. It was, it was just, just to go meet. meet him. I'm going to be at Snoop House this weekend. So I sit down with Helly like, bro, we got to do something. Now, mind you, I had already had a few hit singles under my belt at this time around the city. So I'm like, uh, we got to do something that's so crazy for Snoop. That he don't got no choice but to be like, I'm jumping on this bitch. Right. right. And we're not, we not, he he not even leaving when he hear this shit. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, f- put Snoop on my radar, listening to Snoop, you know what I'm saying? Getting in the character or whatever. And I wrote this hook, you know what I'm saying? And 
Helly made the beat And um, Sure enough The artist went out there And ended up sending us a song back With Snoop on it You yeah, know what right, I'm saying right. like, <laughs> So so What really hit me As you said You listened to Snoop And got in a character And that's so important Because when you get in a character You saying Snoop don't got none of this Snoop This is what Snoop need this what If Snoop I was yeah. Snoop I've been listening to Snoop My whole life And I know we could do it With Snoop He just gotta hear it Gotta hear and it. it worked perfect. So boom, I um the record did the record ever come out? Yeah, it came out. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I, I yeah. So um bam, that's your aha moment. I could do it. I mean, I got a few aha moments. Tell some more because you know when because <laughs> the art of being a writer is 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 okay, they look at Quentin Miller like he did something wrong. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And all he did was study artists and see where he no, can see, improve. This that. is this where a lot of people this where a lot of people get it messed up at. Like the, the whole writer thing, so I just want to clarify. Like I don't, I, I don't just come in and I don't just slap a dummy together and just be like, here, be him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I need Joe. I need with you to be you already. Yeah, right. You yeah. know what I'm saying. So I could just play on your natural, the natural. Yeah, I'm, I'm just looking vibe, at you and adding energy. to it. Like, yeah, this will work for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But because uh, like my ear, my ear is like my. I hear in the future thing there. Like, I, like me sitting down talking to you. Like, you know, I can hear how you would sound screaming or how you would sound low and what would be best for you. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. That's part of my gift. So it's like. um with people not being who they are already, I'm not going to be able to. That's how I'm able to get people streams from 5,000 to 50,000 or whatever. Because a lot of people, a lot of people not going to see it. It's like right in your face. That's how you have something and be right open in plain sight. So, you know, people want around with facades of themselves or how they want to project themselves. Right. You know what I'm saying? But other people can be able to see real qualities about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So I just play off of the what I was apparent and was real, you know what I'm saying, about you. And then it come out so organic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People actually fall in love with you about an insecurity that you once had. Right. And, right. and I like what you said, too. You said... And the main part about being a ghostwriter is being a ghost. Yeah. And I think in this day and age, so many people want credit when they're supposed to fall back. The credit is you hearing it go as far as you thought it would go when you handed them this piece of paper. Right. And ghostwriting is not necessarily always writing a whole song. It's either. not. It's, it's, not. it's more. It, it's. Well, let them explain. Well, but I think like back in the day when you would be around and you in a studio session with your homies or whatever, everybody's there writing anyway. Yeah. I done threw him lines. My man done threw me lines and all of that. Or my man like, yo, let me write this hook for y'all. And y'all say it because it sound better for y'all. y'all voice. And then I think with... Because like I said We 40 years old So we come up in the hole You used to have to be With the artist to write So it wasn't a big deal If Nas and AZ And they're, and they're writing AZ gonna say something Nas like And AZ might not like it right. He might be like stuck. You use it dog Yeah <laughs> And then he goes So But nowadays It's like When people hear the term Ghostwriting And they think A they wrote Everything you ever did Like Oh he ghostwriting For such and such So that means He must have Wrote right. that And all of that And oh man It be It's a team of writers Like Artists Are Can be manufactured Man That's exactly. just what it Boiled down and, to and, and for the most part Like you know I'm in, I'm behind the scenes So it's like uh, I'm around a lot of credit, Real credible Creditable people You know Real credible people So it's like If you even get to meet me And it's an opportunity That I might be writing 
for you, you done already put the work in to get, get here there. around these yeah. people. You know what I'm saying? Because it ain't like I'm just going to find artists in the garbage can and write for them. A right, lot of these right. artists have projects out, have motion or whatever, and I just get to play off of that. Right. Now, it's two things that I want to talk about, uh, two me. more things that I want to talk about that happen in your life because uh, one of them is really significant in the time that we're going through now. Like, you were framed by the DPD. Like, like yeah. they really tried to, like, tried to get, get me you together. a bot up here. Yeah. But it's... It but did you lose your brother-in-law and uh, your cousin? Was that your cousin? Roke? My cousin wrote. So y'all, you lost them and then got framed, or that yep. happened in the midst of the framing? No, I lost them. It was like, man, I had a wild year. It was like November. You know, like I said, I was in the street all day. Like me, my little cousin, Roki, you know, my brother-in-law, like we hung together like wet clothes. Yeah, if we, I seen you, I seen them. Yeah, yeah. We invested in each other, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And we all shared a pot or whatever. So it was like uh, Roki. He got killed in November, uh, and then uh, in May, T, which was my brother-in-law, he got killed. Yeah. So I kind of spiraled because I, I done already had groups of niggas that I had ran with and cut off that I felt like didn't mean me no good and right. stuff like that. And then um, just being lonely. Right. You know right, what I'm saying? Both of my yeah. At this point, like my right hand, my left hand gone. Helly, my partner on the music, we doing music business together. This is who I'm in the studio with all the time. Like, But this is the closest thing to a best friend that I got that's out here. My other friend, I got locked up. So it was like... You literally out here by yourself? By, by myself, yeah. And um, I just, you know, try to hustle through everything. You know what I'm saying? Like hard, like emotional problems, like just put on the face and just get out there and just get some money. Like that's going to just try to make you feel better or whatever. But it really don't work. Right, it don't, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You could buy all the product and all and that I you end want. Up in yeah. a house full of niggas and, you know, we, the house ended up getting raided. And I was yeah. in there, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But I had smooth sale, hustled through the neighborhood for years without never getting in no trouble. And my name was coming up. People was telling on me and stuff. But I because niggas hate that. But I never, never, still had no police contact, and I didn't carry myself like the typical, you know, drug yeah. dealer. Like you know, what I'm saying. So it was like um, they came, and once they caught me in the same vicinity <laughs> as drugs, yeah. this all his. Right, this right. his. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So what it, what it was when they came in? It was two dogs in the house. A three-month-old puppy, and it was a a, a big pit bull, a hundred some pounds or whatever, and they killed the puppy when they raided the house. They shot the three-month-old dog. They, they, up. Shoot, they didn't shoot the big dog. Let us put the big dog in the bathroom. Yeah, but killed the puppy. Yeah, and I asked him, like, "Why you why you shoot this puppy?" And he called for the shotgun. Shotgun. And they shot the puppy again in front of us. You know how they, you know, they show these stories about raids and it don't be nothing like how they go. Like right. the police come in like oh, the, some bullshit. the antagonists. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, they've been lifting weights all day and all this for this. They yeah. been hella aggressive. We know? line them up. When we gonna start slapping them? Like, yeah. you know, they be on that. So when they um when I got to court, you know, they lied and said, you know, they came in and I was running and when they tried to grab me, they was attacked by a large dog and they had to shoot the dog. You know what I'm saying? That, yeah. None of that happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's like, y'all let the large dog live. Yeah. So <laughs> when we leave out the courtroom, I get to arguing with him like, you know, why the fuck you lie on me? So yeah. me a hell of a about the downtown about the fight, the Detroit police and my lawyer and the prosecutor stepped in between us and, and broke it up. My lawyer yeah. tell me like, what are you doing? It's the biggest gang in the city. You know, they'll come back and... I blew it off. Sure enough, <laughs> God, watch the TV. Right. Yeah. I heard them hard breaks. Like, what the hell? By the time I get up and go to the door, they all coming across the line. They came in. It was me and my man and two girls. 
they cussed the girls out and walked them outside, put me in handcuffs. Like, yeah, what's that shit you was talking in court? You know, yeah. stun me out or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All of that. Then they left and sent me to court with the, the Martin head. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Pumpkin yeah. head. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I ended up fighting the whole case. You know, I was I fought a, a, a trial two times because my first trial was a miss a mistrial, so we had to come back for a second trial. Yeah. So in the midst, in the process of me cleaning up the house after the raid, I ended up finding some shells. Yeah. Some from the from the gun they shot the dog with. Yeah. So when I come to court with the shells, you know, I wasn't supposed to bring no new evidence in, but you know, it was just a mystery. So the judge Margaret Van Houten, you know, she saved my life or whatever. She basically. Filed a motion that the judge tested them shells and it came back to two of the five officers' gun that raid that said they didn't shoot nothing in the house other than a shotgun. Yeah. Okay. So I was okay. able to yeah. slip through the cracks and, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a good thing, man, because that could have really fucked you up, had yeah. your life on the whole. Who was your, uh, who was your defense attorney? Uh, Warren Harris. Okay. R.I.P. Warren. He, he had a heart attack or something like that uh, like two years ago. Yeah. I, I, that was big on the news. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah R.I.P. Yeah, yeah. Warren, though. So now you at a point that it's time for the world to get to know Vito Lays as the artist. Well, hey, artist. where that name come from? Uh, my homeboy, because uh, uh, I used to call myself Cheese. Yeah. And then, like I said, I was in the streets, and uh, this older guy after my after my father died, a lot of his friends like gravitated towards me and was like trying to help take care be of your me. village. Like, yeah, be my village. So, um, the. My uh, one of his friends, you know, used to get high or whatever, and I used to be selling them and stuff or whatever. And he was just talking about my business savvy, you know. And he changed changed my name, like yeah, you Vito, like Corleone, like Vito Corleone, like <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't act like the knuckleheads out there or whatever. So he ended up giving me the name Vito, and I was just Vito, Vito, Vito. And um, when I start doing all right for myself, my man came in and just changed it to Lays, as in it's really L A Y Z. Okay, you know what I'm saying, like, as in lazy. Okay, yeah, oh, like, yeah. oh yeah, he being lazy today. Like he, yeah. he lazy today. He ain't Vito. He ain't. Okay, yeah. you know right. what I'm saying. So home of exclusives, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So what you working on now, man? Because I'm anxious, bro. Like, like you know what I'm saying. I'm anxious to uh, see what you got going on and what's coming out. So what you working on now? Really, like, uh, like uh, I'm trying to get my numbers up. So it's like uh, just singles, really yeah. singles, 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 singles. Because I don't want my claim to fame having to be work. That I done did for other people. Now, now that's what I was gonna say. Like, how it, how uh, is important for you to separate that now that you really you you doing it for uh, you doing it strong this time, right? Ain't yeah. no more fallbacks, no, right? No, no more fallbacks. Okay, I want to see your ass in two years and no, be like my nigga. No. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But you know what I'm saying though. So how important is that to say no? Nah, that's first of all, you shouldn't even know I did that unless you read the credits. Right. But this is me, and then so this is a two part. How important is that? And do you find it easier? With yourself or with other people when you trying to work a record? Um, I mean, I, I'm a, like a jukebox, so I can get it all done on my own. But the the other people is just like uh, it's so. I got so much creativity flowing through me. It's like because uh, I, I actually put a project out uh, a while back ago, like 2013, like a few months before the raid. Like that kind of like slowed me down, having to fight the cases and stuff or whatever. But um, my problem. And, and this is a Detroit thing, I guess. I don't know, but uh, versatility here is like when the, when the artist is super versatile, it don't work. It seems like. it don't it don't really work for you here. You know what I'm saying? Because we like what we like, and we that you know same frequency. It got to be we in that hard. Same, we, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like uh, me being so versatile. It's like you couldn't pinpoint me coming on the track. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like the the uh, the ghostwriting helped as an outlet for my versatility. You know what I'm saying? But as far as like uh, 
it's me telling my story and what I am and why. Because I actually love the craft. You know what I'm saying? For most people, it'd be like, it's a get money thing. Or it's yeah, a- yeah, and I hate that, that downplaying this shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like... Bro, be proud to be a successful rapper. That's that's just, you know what yeah, I'm saying. Exactly. Be proud. I to, feel like yeah. it's great because uh, uh, like it it's like it gives people places. It gives artists a few artists something to do. Yeah, a couple artists you know, like if it wasn't for music, they, this nigga be, be terrorizing yeah, shit yeah, in the street yeah. or just doing whatever. Like yeah, but it, it kind of like or this it, person wouldn't be doing nothing and they'd be miserable. Like like. Like, hey, I just, bro, just like I said, on 8 Mile, bro, when Eminem say on that song, please, God, don't let me be working a regular job. And that's just because he's so creative that, bro, this is going to kill me on the inside. No matter what the From the inside is. out. Because yeah, yeah. that's what we was talking about when and you walked in. Like, when you really got that shit moving through you, like, you can feel it in your hands. But if I got to put these hands on something that I hate every day, it don't matter how much I make, that's going to kill me from the inside out, bro. And that's the and that was, you basically just explained, like, why with the whole uh narrative behind like tell the truth and yeah. you know what i'm saying because don't nobody okay it's under it's a given i'm a ghostwriter i'm not supposed to get my credit okay i know that i know this going in i know this going in and um but then you do hit after hit after hit and then you know people like oh ghostwriter 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 i'm also actually draining my creativity at the same time like cuz i don't just ghostwrite i know how to engineer produce record so you know i'm wait, I'm, I'm working with a lot of artists you know what i'm saying and i know what i'm supposed to be doing though i'm feeling it you know what i'm saying yeah. i'm feeling it like Inside of me, like you know, you feeling it, like like I I, I feel eight feet tall. You know, I'm saying nine hundred pounds, like a man is trapped inside of me, like trying to bust out from the inside. You know what I'm saying? So. It's like, you know, I got to put my own music out. I just got to just get it out, get it out. I don't yeah. even care if don't nobody care to listen to it or nothing. It's still coming. It's, it's still coming. coming. So <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't, don't, don't name the record, of course, but what what was the numbers on the biggest record that you had a hand in? Uh, well, this record kind of like public information. So, uh, like Nisha Nishay. Yeah. On the Cloud. Go Crazy. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But, like, we was behind... Cause Nisha, Nisha's super talented. Like, yeah, we had her on the show, rapping and singing and stuff like that. Yeah. But when Nisha came out, I don't know if you guys can remember. Like, Dave's Loaf came out with, yeah. uh, "Don't Try Me." Yeah. And then Nisha came out with, "Don't Push Me." Yeah. Like right afterwards, and a lot of people thought, a lot of people was googling Nisha, thinking that it was Dave's Loaf. Like yeah. Dave's Loaf, "Don't Push Me" or whatever. So she was with Floss a lot at, around the time or whatever, and it's like she came across me and Helly got. Got went to her or whatever, and it was like, okay, we got to try to set her apart from Daesh. Yeah, you know, everybody record, think yeah. she Daesh or whatever. Or like she had to have her own lane. Yeah, you know what I'm saying that's how um, on the cloud came about, and then we just worked well. We meshed together, the three of us. You know what yeah. I'm saying. So then, um, actually, go crazy was a record for after hell had popped off first day out, and then he was like. Doing these switch ups, you know, like just like first day out, and he was like making a few beats with that started out one way and ended up another way, you know, before the beat was over with. And go crazy, the instrumental for that actually went to Dej Low first. Okay, home yeah. of exclusives, nigga. Yep. So when Dej Low had the beat for a few weeks or something like that, and, and I asked him about it, like, yeah, uh, Dej, wish he ain't never do nothing with that hard ass beat. He like, no, nah. yeah. I'm like, what? 
You know what I'm saying? Well, we about so, to use that, right? <laughs> that's how Go Crazy came about. Now, what was your favorite studio session that you was in? Whether you was a part of it or whatever. Like once you you but, like, yo, this is just a good session. Everything, whatever a good session is man, to you. What I was your like? So many of them, but I like like a lot of the one of the biggest sessions I remember. Um, well, for me, we flew. I flew out. I worked for for too short. Yeah. And this was like that was big for me because that was like one of my dad's favorite rappers, favorite yeah. artists. Yeah. Like, like me just thinking like, you know, I'm working for Too Short. Like I know he'd be proud. Of yeah. 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 He jumping out his grave right now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And then me go to to rap for Too Short. Like I rap and he looking for songs and. I right. started rapping and he was like, you know, get in there and record it. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we rolling with that. So him yeah. and Helly set and they kicked it the whole time and I was in there cutting demos. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. That's big though. See, and I love sh- stories like that because it's like me being here with Too Short is like me fulfilling something that I know my dad will right. always want to hang out with this person if it's just for like one day or something. Like, I'm here, I'm representing my dad. He, Too Short don't got to know this. Yeah. But we know me and like, I, I was like he smiled. Down, look yeah. at the shit. Yeah. 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 Let me rap. Yeah, that's one of them songs. Yeah, and it's like now nah, I'm standing here. But if it wasn't for Pop, I wouldn't even know Nothing who that about. was, dog. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So, um, what you tell your son? I would tell my son, <laughs> don't be acting like no killer because these niggas play for keys. I'm off the porch in these streets. You can't be scared to scrape your knee. Like, like you know, I'll be real big. Like a lot of people be like, uh, especially in the black community. Like when we have kids, like. Boys, yeah, per se, you know, son, you basketball, football, you know what I'm saying? Tough gonna, guy, tough guy. We gonna for, put that on him, you know what I'm saying? And just looking at my son, I get to see myself in an innocent light, with like without none of the trauma. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, if you ask my son what he want to be, he gonna tell you want to be an astronaut. Yeah, and that's, that's on his own. And I never guided him towards space or nothing like that. But the yeah. funny thing is, as a kid. I used to want to be an astronaut. Yeah, when you hear your son say that, you like, yeah, you got a telescope. I can, I can, I can teach him to be a. I can, Did I you can, get him a telescope? Yeah, he got, he got, a, he in the science heavy. Yeah, yeah. I love that dog. I love That's that. Dope, like man. my seven year old, she likes sports, but she, I've never seen her more happy than when she got in the chess club. You okay, feel what I'm yeah. saying? That's something she wanted to do. She bring the thing home. Like I want to be in the chess club. Fill this out right now. <laughs> and when that happened, she never had played chess seriously. So when she said she wanted to be in a chess club because we got chess boards at the crib, she said, "Now nah, teach me." You feel what I'm saying? Right. Just teach me. And then I told her, "We go teach you the basics, but you got to have your own style. Right. You got to see what piece you like." Man, she loved that night, dog. You feel what I'm saying? Right. She loved using that night. And her first day in the chess club, because, you know, she just started, so everybody at the crib beating her and shit. You know what I'm saying? But like I told her, this practice. But when you go out there, if nobody practicing with them, you had the advantage. And she beat Kamari, and she came home, and she said, Dad, he ain't know what he was doing. He was trying to move the queen like this. <laughs> he put his hand on the piece. I told him, you got to move it. And I said, she loved this. And I love that because I ain't push it on her. None of that shit. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So where can uh, where can people follow you? Check you out at man, so they can get more familiar with you. If they as the artist, as the artist, you okay. Know yeah, I'm on all the platforms. Uh, Apple, Title. You know, just type in Vito Lays. Actually, what I really want people to do is to go check out my back catalog. Yeah. You know, because I got an album I put out called Owl, like exclusively produ- produced by Hella Helliver. 
And it was like a real turbulent time around the time I put this project out for like Detroit music because it was like a situation with Team Eastside and the Doughboys or whatever. But I was lucky enough to get both sides on my CD. Like I got Viz featured, I got Payroll. 40 the great on this motherfucker. Yep, 40. 40. He slept on. When it comes to the music, a lot of people don't mention 40 the Great. He was one of the forefront niggas that don't get mentioned enough for me, bro. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? 5K1, he the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. The song that actually got me my buzz as an artist was a song I did called The Lick. Yeah. And it's a story about, you know, going on a robbery with somebody or whatever. And uh, I, when I did the song initially, I kept saying, he was like, I was like, he was like, and me and Helly was trying to figure our way around that. Vocally and you know he came up with the idea Like you need to have 40 You know he already a good actor You know you need to have yeah. 40 actors. I had a video right Yeah uh, Yeah yeah I remember I told you dog You won't hear from you for a minute Then you'll come back with another <laughs> banger Then the video damn near looked like a movie, movie. right yeah. 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 yeah 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 See we used to be And we say this a lot on the, uh, when we talk to uh, new people But we gotta let them know We used to be underground hip hop historians Okay. Like you don't have to know about me, but I know about you. You know what I'm saying? I might have been somewhere somebody performed, keep my eye on them. When you say that though, man, it's a nigga that we looking for, dog. They Nate the prostitute killer, man. This yeah, nigga so was like on some hardcore rap shit, but this nigga could rap, man. This nigga used to be at all the underground shit. He used to be at all the underground shit. Matter of fact, he's from Southwest. And and I just never heard nothing else about him. And if, if anybody know who we talk about, because he might rap now with a different name. Tell that nigga we looking for him, man. Yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. prostitute killer. <laughs> That's why I remember today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you never, never know who that. niggas turn into, though. A nigga might be yeah. on the spot. But that, but that video, me that too, lick. came out. He had to change all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He had to stop that. But, the, but, yeah, but that video, the I lick, remember yeah. that. I remember yeah. that. And, and that's what the I said. You keep your eye, and then you be like, damn. But then you be like, okay, you hear you writing. But like I said, that's that's just not the fire that burning everybody. That's that's cool. Yeah, I got complacent. Yeah, I'm saying like I got complacent, and I was able to like make money behind the scenes and yeah. I put my face out there and had to not deal with none of the extra stuff that come along with being an artist the branding the marketing all of that you, you could just be yourself yeah. and it's like that that but you like but and I'm I got it and I could get the I get to get these songs out that come outside my that come from my bone marrow that that I'm I can't physically go in here and say like yeah, I can't yeah, yeah. you know a guy might give me a song about uh, a woman's attitude on her menstrual yeah you know, right. and it got nothing to do with me so yeah. <laughs> you know and then I just was like I had heard somebody say I can't remember who I heard say it but I like all the women right now like how they rap or whatever and that everything that all the young girl the city girls type of shit and all of that that they feeding into. Niggas write them songs, man. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> niggas write them yeah, songs. Yeah, niggas writing them songs that you know what I'm saying. So and rap work in waves, man. It work it, it work in waves. So it's like if you can stay. My pro a problem with for me was being too far ahead. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, but seeing people catch up to where I was, you know what I'm saying. It's like a good thing. It let me know that I'm on to something. Now it's like branding the wave. Now yeah. it's like instead of you know just being a part of you got to just brand it now. Yeah, so people, you know I'm responsible for this yeah, without uh, even having to say it. No, because a lot of times like like artists like the city girls don't get a lot of credit, but yeah. they came and really transitioned at, at the right time yeah, at the right for time. women for, it's, yeah, because it's rap, yeah. it made it okay to be a female and rap. Yeah. And rap about female shit Yeah Because if you can remember Before the City Girls Every girl was talking about Sliding down with a Draco too and, Yeah And it, you know, just, it just wasn't appealing It didn't it look like I don't, I don't even care if it's true Right Yeah, yeah. 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 I, it, it, If it's true like 
You know, as I a grown man, with my bitch and get shot a gun before, like yeah. you know, like shooting a gun is like an uncomfortable feeling. Like, yeah. even though you, you at know, people shooting at people, like you know this bitch say so she gonna hop out the bushes with you, no, yeah. baby. I'm, yeah. I'm straight. Like, yeah. Do I have to put this up? If I cheat, like I gotta put this up. Yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah. to shoot me. Yeah, that's what I'm. Bitch, go shoot you. This the home of a bitch going off on a dick. Yeah, but yeah, man, it's it's great to see that you finally about to really jump out there as the artist that you are, man. Like, but one thing we go do. We gonna hold you to that, dog. I'm telling oh, you, yeah, you feel what sure. I'm saying? Because yeah, yeah. we want to hear that shit. You feel for what sure. I'm saying? Like that's like I said, we was into the rap so much that it's like when you got somebody who different, who not in the program per se. Because you gotta, people gotta remember how Detroit sound. We created that program, and that's what we wanted. Because when the Hot Boys was when 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 the Hot Boys was the Hot Boys that. Group, we was in New Orleans, right? And everybody on the radio sounded like that. So when people come here and, and, and people be like, "Well, everybody sound like that," you get in an authentic place. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying. So we love that. But when you find them stand out, a, a lot of Detroit artists don't know that uh, a lot of them don't go nowhere. Yeah, you know, you know. Go, luckily, I've been able to travel and work. You yeah. know what I'm saying. But uh, you might a lot of artists. It's a lot of artists here that's probably ready to quit. Yeah. Don't, don't know he getting streamed every morning in Florida. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Right, you got to move around. Yeah, you got to pay attention to what them labels call analytics. Yeah, yeah. you know because you got you got a fan base. You got your, a fan base your fan base you just might be in North Dakota. Hey, nigga, and that's go to North, North Dakota. Dakota. And that's what, what I tell artists who I fuck with. I said, bro, just give me your top five places, Market, your stream. top five markets. If that's your top five, pull into that. Yeah, home not go always love you. But they know about you. Because every time I used to open my mouth and rap, the first thing people would say is, he don't sound like no Detroit rapper. Like, ain't nothing nobody can tell me about Detroit, east or west. Right. Yeah. I, I am Southwest. a Detroit rapper. <laughs> right. yeah, no, yeah. Even outskirts. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's just like, uh, it's just it just come out in a different way. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, yeah. Hey, man, we appreciate, appreciate your time, time dog. Uh, like we said, we don't know who. Like, I seen you. This is why I hit Rita up, because she posted you when you was on... Damn, what's dogging them shit where you perform? In the field. In the field. And she said she managed you. I said, well, what? Bring him up here. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> like, tell him to come up here. Like, I, I want, like, the, we, everybody heard him rap. We, we need, we want to know who he is. You know what so I'm saying? Appreciate y'all. And uh, with, with that, you got an open door policy, bro. Anybody you think need to talk to us. Hell of a we on your ass, boy, too, because that used to be, not used to be like we fell out or nothing. That was my nigga when I worked at the villa. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, I've worked at the Villa on Green, uh, Grand River and Greenfield, and okay. he used to be in that bitch. I used to dress him his birthday May seventh or some shit, right? Yep. <laughs> because our shit the twenty second, Caso shit the uh, the the eighth. You know, Caso. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's my man. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? He he the one took me up to uh the, the, that big ass studio, y'all. Yeah, yeah, he, he, yeah, yeah, he took me up there, and is I used to be talking a hell of a we we both under the square. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like that's my man. We just ain't bumped into each other in a while. He need to come up here too, cause that's sure, the man sure. behind the sound of Detroit. You are too though. Y'all yeah, behind that motherfucker <laughs> equally. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't, we can't front. Y'all behind that motherfucker equally, man. But we appreciate you, dog. Keep For that sure. shit going. Anytime, any place, anybody, just have them come up here, bro. Okay. We'll plug it. We'll put it down. Shit, we got the equipment. We'll come to you now. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, if yeah, a nigga want to be in his element, man, we appreciate that shit. And we're going to make sure this shit documented properly. 
You know what I'm saying? And that's, we don't care if it's a nigga first interview or the 50th one he done this year because it's not going to be the same because this is a real conversation. This ain't an interview. You know what I'm saying? And we right. appreciate that. And you say people can contact you where? Uh, on Instagram at Vito Lays. That's V-I-T-O, not V-E because a lot of people get confused with that. But V-I-T-O-L-A-Y-S. I'm on Instagram and uh, I'm on um, every platform, really. Uh, Twitter, you know what I'm saying? Apple Music, you yeah. know what I'm saying? TikTok, all of the... Same, same, trying to, everything across the board Vito, Vito, Vito Lays yep, yep. Everything Yeah so this this a couple weeks out Because our shit don't come out Back to back to back You're Like okay. we got a schedule But this a couple weeks out But we definitely go get everything To you when it's time man And just appreciate you coming on uh, Antoine if they want to find you How could they find you uh, Instagram and Twitter At TCE Pod Instagram and Twitter At TCE Pod What about you If they want to find me They could uh, go to my website 1SLJackson.com Order the uh, Urban Fantasy Award winning novella Animal Instagram Think the urban jungle or you can go on amazon type in the adventures of shelby sunshine order the uh, children's series books that me and my daughter put out or you could type in justice for nikisha a father's pain and you could order the true crime novel that me and calvin hawkins just did uh go to uh what is that hulu go to web of death go to episode five facebook live watch that episode then order the book because that's the episode based on what i wrote the book about i'm santuan i'm antoine i want for my brother what, what I, I want, want for myself, myself.